Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Woo! That one was that. a little different. Yeah, you, you threw people off because, you know, they sing it with you. I'm excited. It's tournament time. Uh... But we we get to all that later. But it's just basketball. It's just that 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 the playoffs are approaching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, I did start doing my scouting. You know, it's that time of the year. You know, I was watching Hi- highlights. Don't show you the full picture, but, but I did a feel for a players and put, tell them to start doing it. Start oh, start do scouting. I've been thinking about it. I am. I might. You might. <laughs> I might have to my team in the lottery. That's yeah, yeah, I might yeah. Have yeah. exactly. That's that, a great. That's because y'all won't get number one. It's a four percent chance at this that. moment, which they, is crazy. They won't, but you know that. Well, you know, yeah. well, you know it is a good chance, though. Y'all yeah. back out that first round. We we oh uh, he, he, he was a he fan. Forgot <laughs> what team he was a fan no. of. Which one? What? But which team are you talking about? You talking about the Spurs, or we talk about the Trailblazers or the Warriors? Because he he, he did with that Warriors did shirt. That Steph Curry shirt. No, I'm not a Warriors fan. Okay. I could never hop on that wagon. Then why you had a shirt? That was still my soul. Um, why you had a shirt then? Cause I'm a Steph, I like Steph Curry. Steph, Steph Curry's so fire. Steph Curry fan. If you don't think Steph is one of the most, I just, exciting I don't players players question. No, no, no. Yeah, but okay. he's one of the most exciting players to watch ever. Did y'all ever? see? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. In the yes. history of the NBA. So he is more exciting to watch than Jail Green in his prime. I'm yeah. just playing. Unless Jail oh. Green was blowing out candles. Yes. <laughs> but y'all see, I know they lost that game against the Spurs, but they sent four defenders at him, yeah, and he, he still, still knocked it, it down. Yeah, like, yeah, it was crazy. That's tough. Um, but we want to talk about how the playoff race is running because, again, the Western Conference is so stacked that you lose a couple games and you drop it, and that's exactly what happened That's what OKC. you want to do. The, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Right, because I think we said a couple weeks ago, like the, our biggest fear, at least if I was an OKC fan, is the fact that they might lose home court advantage because their schedule is about to get super tough, and they've dropped from the three Three seed all the way down to the six seed, and if they lose another game and the Jazz win, they're a seven seed. That's great, though. For who? The Thunder to be that seven seed and play the Nuggets. What? <laughs> I think they want home court advantage against yeah, whoever they're going exactly. against. I think the Nuggets is like that first number two seed ever. I see what you're saying. If they won't get, not if they won't get home court advantage, yep. you you think that the, the best match that's the be team to go against. Yep. Okay. Not the Rockets. I can, I can see that, but I think that they would prefer to go against the Blazers because they got the Blazers number. They did sweep them. That'd be nice. And I think they swept the Jazz, too, right, in the regular season series. Yeah, they did. But I don't think it's is it – I mean, they could approach – I mean – it, it would be crazy if they, if something happened they ended the matchup. But that's, that's what I want to talk about today because I've been looking at it and I've been watching these last couple of games since Paul George's injury. He just doesn't look the same. And that shoulder looked like it's bothered him. Last night he had a great game, but they ended up losing. But before that, they had been struggling. And, and part of this – part of me has two different points, and that's that – the reason that they're losing and they're dropping is because Paul George is not playing at the great MVP caliber. And um, I want to bring up the fact that I think the NBA season is too damn long. Right? But it's going to always be long. I don't know how true that is because they've already talked about shortening it. Like the players have complained, the coaches have complained. It's just really on how many games do they drop to. But we're getting around that time of the year where we got CJ McCollum, Kyle Lowry, um, DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Durant, Paul George without injury. Like we're getting around that time where everybody's starting to fall to injuries because it's such a long season. And the NBA has done so much where like we're not doing back-to-back-to-back games no more. Like they've tried to accommodate it. But it's just – too damn long. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's long though, because now you got a situation where, like in Milwaukee, Brogdon got hurt. That's, but, it's oh, six that's, to eight, but it's six to eight weeks, so there's a there's he's, he's going to come back because of the length. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if it's short, that six to eight weeks is now a big chunk of the season. Or he, you know what I'm saying? I so, see what you're saying, but it, it has its pros and its cons. Right. You I know? just feel like 
when you have three games in four nights, like the Pistons did a few nights ago, and they got blown out by I don't remember exactly who After it was. They have been on like a yeah. five game winning streak, right? It just it just sucks when you have that momentum and like your players' legs are tired because Blake Griffin just played thirty minutes three nights out of four nights. Like that's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's too long, and I don't know what the remedy is. I don't because they've tried to do something about it because you don't want player stats to hurt you know what i'm saying like if we dropped it to 66 games we not gonna get seasons where james harden puts up 2800 points because it's, yeah. he's missing 15 yeah. games like of the season but he might have a season we average 50 because he had less, <laughs> less workload From like but also it gives teams up. the opportunity to like fix their fix their mistakes that they made at the beginning of the season Mm-hmm. I just thought about like how much money they would lose. Like, right, yeah, that's yeah. the biggest you know, card. They cut back on some of those games. They lose like air times where they ha- could have showed ads or, you know, um, just game ticket sales. I think with, like that. What Derek says is a, is, a, is a actually a great point because it gives you that time to grow as a team. Uh, when you play eighty two games, you play against some teams four times, two times, and against the teams that you play four times, usually in your conference was always in your conference. So. By the time you get to the playoffs, the Thunder is going to have a lot of shit to look back on on how they played against the Warriors mm-hmm. or how they played against the Nuggets. Or if you got a team like our teams, the Knicks and the Bulls, they have this whole second half where we can let our young guys go and develop. And now they're having a lot of time and a lot of games to go out and just make their mistakes and grow versus being a shortened season. Like the lockout. It was like it was like six, six yeah. games. So it was like six, yeah, six and it games. And kind of gives the bad teams the opportunity to see like – who they need to pick in the draft also. Because, like, they need to see their team, like, develop and see what pieces do we need to draft. Oh, like, Josh Jackson's not yeah. there, so we need another wing. Yeah. But I'm just throwing that example. Josh Jackson, you've been doing your thing. You had the game winner the other night against the Pelicans. Right. Game tying three, right? Right, but it, yeah. that was the one that mattered the most because they just hit free throws to win the game. Shout out to the Chris Webber move. And the crazy thing about that is I, I turned that game off. I was watching I that game, yeah. and I turned the game off because Devin Booker airballed a step get, back three. you should have been watching that shit anyway. But I like – I kind of like – to watch the weaker teams play because no, you get to see the Suns are a good weaker team, but the right. Pelicans, the, I, it's hard. Julius Randle had like forty. No, nah, 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 I agree. It's hard to watch the Pelicans. They don't got yeah. no like except Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. They don't got no major superstars. And Drew Holiday's injured right now. But I'm pretty the, sure the reasons because they made the superstars sit on the bench. Right. Yeah. I, I don't mind watching no Anthony Davis is playing, but I mean when he come in, he playing like 18, 16 minutes. Yeah. That should be yeah. that should. And then when he and do play, he get fourteen to ten. But they they're not a, they're obviously not a front team to watch. But they had a moments like Alfred Payton has been hoping recently. And then, of course, Julius Randle's been going crazy. And then they got that one guy, the light-skinned fella, Kenrick Williams or something like that. He'd be locking up. So they got some pieces there. It's fun to watch them play against, like, playoff teams because they come out and they play hard. I'm telling you, that shit makes me snooze, man. They they got a bunch of – they got a bunch of just guys that seem like this on the roster and they just go out there hooping. Yeah, Julius Randle do have his nights some nights. But even when the, even when he have his nights, the way he doing it and the way he getting it just ain't exciting. It's funny because he's a bulldozer, yeah. so he'll miss three layups, get his own rebounds, yes. and keep putting it up, yeah. keep putting it up. Keep that's that's comedy to me. So then he go get it, throw that motherfucker to the fifth row of the stands. He used to do that with the Lakers all the time, I, and that used to frustrate me when they first got lines. I used to be like, just just outlet it, run the lane. Yeah, get he like to take it up himself. Yeah, yeah, he had that mug and the nosebleeds. If he he, he's about to get some money this off season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. he want to stay in New Orleans, but. Some team is about to offer him a decent bag because he's been hooping. I don't want to stay down. Why is that? I think he's too talented to just stay down because he's not good enough to carry a team to the playoffs. He needs a team where he can go and be a very good role player. But maybe he want to stay in and just continue to, to flourish. So, Jokers, what is he, 23 ish? Yeah, he's young as hell. And they about to trade AD for some probably younger pieces that he can start to build around. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, like, I'm not saying it's a bad team. thing. 
I mean, would he would probably be the power forward though, yep. right? Because most teams already have a center would probably be in that position. Mm-hmm. Best he'd be like a six man coming off a major team. If he do another deal but get more money that he's like the one he's on right now, mm-hmm. all he could continue to do is continue to play at a high level and continue to make more money for himself, and then just open it up for himself to get a big payday down the road. Versus, I mean, but then again, you have the risk of injury and all those things that players don't like the risk, so they end up taking as much as they can in the moment, which I can't really blame them for. Um, but outside of the Thunder and eight three game losing streak, you got the Spurs who just won nine in a row. This is crazy. They just beat the Warriors, and they here we go. Here we go. Right in time. Pop, you know, Popovich and right Spurs. Right in time. I mean, they got two guys who are all NBA players. Mm-hmm. Derek White has been playing real, real good basketball. Yeah, I said this. Like, they their role the, players, just, yeah. they just fit in so well. They and beat they the Nuggets, do. the Bucks, the Warriors, the Rockets, I think. They beat all, like, the top teams in the league. I really wish they had DeJounte Murray, man. Yeah. Right now, they go against the Trailblazers in the playoffs if things are wrapped up, and that's a series right there. Yeah. Depending on how healthy CJ is once it starts, that's a series. They said he's only out for a week or two. Yeah, they said but he'd be evaluated in a week. Being get, playing isn't yeah. being healthy, right? You know, they, he said he didn't want to rush, rush back at all. No, just because he, he didn't want to put that pressure on his team. He didn't want to come back thinking he was like a liability or anything. But they won last they night, right? Good. They look yeah, good. They, yeah, they won. David Will is actually like a very good leader. You get to see it more so <laughs> without CJ, but he's great. Yo, I got a message for you. This, the, you the show team anyway, but Mo Harkless, don't you ever hang on no damn rim to kick the ball away because <laughs> that would have been a tragedy if, if he, he did fail. that and fail in your back and, and like broke your back. That would have been the, the the dumbest shit we've ever seen in the NBA. It is never that serious. And that's what I thought was going to happen. The way he was hanging on the to hang on the rim and swing your lower half to kick the ball is the most is dangerous. That's what happened to Evan Turner when he did that yeah, dunk and broke his back. He yeah. slipped and failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some bad stuff. It was funny though. But at least when Evan Turner did it, he dunked. Dunked, yeah. He didn't kick no fucking <laughs> and then he ball. came back and went Player of the Year. Come on, man, Mo Harkless not doing that. Jada Brown had a dunk like that, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. yeah. He tried to dunk from like almost like free throw line or something. Chris he, Dunn did too when he landed on yeah, his mouth. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that too. Yeah, I was watching that game. And that was back when I was a Chris Dunn fan. Wow. He started to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you can't it was his birthday, though. Happy birthday, Chris Dunn. Tell me, like, Chris Dunn's defense is really out there. And he, yeah. he was yeah. No, his defense, his, his defense is great. Alonzo Ball. His yeah, defense yeah. is great. And Alonzo Ball, and he was telling me to watch the next game, and I forget who they were going against. But I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to dismiss that game because I, I, I don't know if they were going against, like, the Warriors or somebody. They like were going against the Warriors. Yeah, like and Steph Curry burned their ass. I'm not even going. I'm going to just dismiss this game and go for the next one for you. His defense is cool. He just can't score the ball or pass the ball. again. His defense is good. He plays more games than Lonzo Ball, which is cool, too. I can't lie with He that. should. He's about five years older. than <laughs> oh, That's not like true. About the amount of games played. He's somebody like he's healthy. And yeah, I'm just saying, you know, healthiness. He should be. He's older. I don't think that's how health works. <laughs> I don't think that's how health works at all. He's, he's growing more into his grown man body. Lonzo's still growing into his shit. We just, he's too, go look at Lonzo from last year to now. He looked like two different people. He does. So now let Still play the same amount of yeah, games, though. Let his body get used to putting on that okay. weight. At first, he was too fragile. Now he got a. Now he's too swole. <laughs> it's not that he's too swole. It's just that it, he, he has to get you, his lower half has to get used to that upper half. Supporting that upper half, okay, you know what I mean, and and Chris Dunn is old. Chris he, Dunn yeah, he's, he's older, so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Twenty four, twenty five. His birthday was yesterday. I think so, he turned. 26. Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> At the most, he's twenty five, right? Yeah, look up Chris Dunn, please. Old. But I mean, he's twenty five. He's twenty five, yeah. but twenty five and twenty six is a lot different in NBA years, bro. I guess. And Lonzo was twenty one. 
So he has a four, you know four year advantage on him. So you know, but by the time lines, yo, Steph Curry was you know it's been players who started off and wasn't playing full season and then mm-hmm. they get the help. yeah you know, it's a, definitely it's something you got to adjust. to. Steph Curry so. still has ankle issues though. Oh, you talk to him. No, I'm just saying, like in general, like he. But do you, every season, you told me that he texts you though. I mean, it's a you can roll your ankle in the season. You can no, I'm just it's not like the same thing. Uh, thoughts on Boston giving IT a tribute, and uh, which just, is it's fire, but yeah. tell Isaiah Thomas to stop talking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everything he say just be like, bro, I'm rooting for you, but you just make it so hard. He makes you not want to root for right. Him. We would have won a championship, and no, y'all would have because your hip is still busted. Whether they traded you or not, that hip was busted. What What is he talking about? The hip. I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like he always just gonna seem like an underdog. Or something. Yeah, like, and, and he is he an underdog, but you gotta. I don't know, man. When you talk like this, it's just so hard. I'm rooting for him. I, was, I wonder what do other players think when they hear him. Shut up. <laughs> See the same thing we think. They like that's some bullshit. We, what he no said? He said a couple things this week. Um, he said we would have won a championship. He would. He said uh, I would have been an All NBA player still. Oh, I can wow. be an All NBA player okay. still. I he said I'm gonna, when the opportunity comes, I'm going to be back. All yeah. Star. No, no, no. I, I, I my bad. He probably did say that, but I saw him tell some fans he was going to be back. Yeah. Yeah. And then get to the head. It's just that his confidence be out the roof, but he be trying to play it like everybody betting against him. Remember, like he, when he was out and he ain't played a game with the Nuggets yet, he had tweeted out like, "People forget I dropped thirty on their favorite team." <laughs> yeah, like bro, chill. And then he fell out of the rotation. He don't even play no more. He fell out of rotation he because he can't because he was in Boston. Yeah, they, he they, did fall out of rotation. Because yeah. then, like they asked him, like. How you plan on fitting in with the Nuggets? Hey, I don't fit I don't in. Fit I stand in. out, bro. Chill. <laughs> just, just, just come in to work every day, work and leave. Shout out to the Nuggets. They did clinch their playoff berth for the first time in six years. Six years, yes, a six year drought. Uh, so that's really exciting for them. I'm still worried about them. No, uh, I am very worried about them. I can't wait till we actually get the full season because, like, if they get matched up against the Jazz, I may have to pull the Jazz or in a seven game series or the Thunder. Yeah, it could happen. I like him against the Jazz. I think that would be a good first round for them. The, the reason I say that is because um, Jokic's numbers against Rudy Gobert in his career are terrible. That's the one center he just haven't figured out how to play against. But now he got seven games. I think bonus. every center's numbers go down against Rudy Gobert. But we talk a significant. I'm talking about he's averaging like 11 points a game, shooting under 50 percent for Jokic. Like that's crazy low. Jokic just has to be aggressive for them to go anywhere. He has to try to score the ball. He can't go into the series thinking I'm a pass first. Right now they're tied for the one seed though, so they may end up, if they still at one seed, then that's that's a significant change, you know, from not making it to the one I would seed. Just pull Rudy out of the paint. Not that I think about. And it. It, it works out, but they don't have that dominant ball handler. Jamal Murray's been cool, but like it worked out with James Harden because James Harden's an ISO killer. But when Jamal Murray's on a pick and roll, I think Rudy Gobert can be okay with sitting under, even though Jamal Murray can knock a few down. It's just yeah, not the yeah. same as having James Harden or Stephen Curry or something like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jamal Murray, though. This so, is going to be a playoff series, playoff race, strictly on uh, matchups. You think there's going to be some teams that be like, oh, we don't want the Rockets in the first round, so let's try to get the Trailblazers. Let's lose a, a one more game. I don't think they're going to do it intentionally, but there's teams where they match up with other teams way better than... Like, give me an example. Well, the Nuggets don't match up with any of the teams below them. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you just said all of those teams, like, it's Except over. The I don't know. It's just, Except the Clippers. Okay. I keep saying I'm a, I'm a non-believer in the Nuggets team for these playoffs. I just I, think who do you have more belief in, the Nuggets or Trailblazers? I'll go Trailblazers just because. Just because I, I think I Damien, they both are they, Damien and CJ, I think, will be – they can carry them through a series. I don't think – Can they, though? Dude, that was last year. They, they, don't have, the they don't have an Anthony Davis on the Nuggets. 
They have a Jokic. They have a Jokic. Yeah, Anthony Davis was the problem. He was it was them guards. It was some big ass guards guarding them. Who do they have to be? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. It's not Drew Holiday. Gary Harris or Torrey Craig will lock up if they need to. It's not Drew Holiday and. No, you're right. And Rondo. It's not them, but. What are the what are they answers for the Nuggets? Defense. The the Blazers are one of the best defenses in the league. I, I don't. I, I, I don't <laughs> I, do we need to fact check that one? Uh, yeah. Okay. It let's is. fact they check. That. I feel like they are. They're usually pretty good defensively. Yeah. I mean, Derrick is usually on point. I mean, they got Camino, but uh, I don't. I don't, I don't really think I give a damn how good defensively they are if they play in the Nuggets. I just don't think so. I just I, think no over. matter who they play, I really don't give a damn how good mm-hmm. defensively they are because we're talking about a seven game series. So you got it, but that, defense travels. Not in seven games when you get exposed. So here, here's the numbers. They're literally in the middle of the league. They're the 15th best defense. So they're like right in the middle of the pack. But that's over the entire season. I mean, maybe recently they've been hooping more. But yeah, I'll go. Say? I'll he go last. No, he, he said they're one of the best. Of the best. Oh, I'll okay. go last ten games. Let's see how they've been the last ten games. Fifteenth, uh, so they, they're the middle of the pack, regardless. <laughs> but I mean, if you're the middle of the pack and your you offense is great, I, I thought they were. They usually, I, I they won for like they were. The, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it, it was the beginning of the season, but they were like a top five defense at one point. Let's go to November because I do remember seeing that. Uh, were they not? Maybe it was last season. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nope, it wasn't this season. <laughs> yeah, maybe I think last season for sure. Yeah, last like season a top five defense. Yeah, like that, that's crazy. why I said I didn't give a damn. Thing yeah, they were the number three defense last year. Anytime yeah. I watched them, I wasn't seeing them lock up. So that's why I was like, I don't give a damn what, how good they've been because I don't. I see mean, their guards' defense is not really that good. CJ McCollum not the best. David Lillard is actually an improved defender. He if is. You watch him. Yeah, he's pretty improved, but he's I still mean, ain't. He improved because look what he was at. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. What t- what players on that team last year would have been having them lock up? CJ's Alfred not a def- Marcus. Alfrican. Nurkic is a decent yeah. defender. Okay, yeah, Nurkic y'all right, y'all right. Blocker, yeah. yeah, you're right. You know, Evan Turner gonna clap up. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't even get that out without laughing. <laughs> uh, something I wanted, I did want to address though, is a conversation that we had about stopping Greek Freak. Okay, okay. Because we seen somebody, we seen them take the approach that Contrell and y'all agreed on. Oh, the Sixers, yeah. where the Sixers went out, and and, and granted, they didn't have Brogdon, um, Brogdon uh, who Which was a, huge. a difference maker, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but they allowed Greek Freak to do what he did. Yeah, fifty-two points, sixteen rebounds, seven. Um, assist and the next score uh, was Chris Middleton with 19 who had a pretty good overall game too 16, 7, and 6 uh, but they basically did what they said, did what y'all said let Greek Freak do what he do um, but just to make sure nobody else do what they do but somehow still people did, did, people did do what they did do though Brooke Lopez Damn, still had 14 sure. Middleton still had 19 Bledsoe had 12, 5, and 6 I just think that the 76ers are a team that could really compete with them. I think yeah. they just have a lot when, especially Joel with Joel is a lot. Exactly. I'm here for that rivalry. I need that Ben Giannis rivalry to keep yeah. it up. Yeah, because uh, Greek Freak started feeling itself when we had to go and get get back on. But we, <laughs> <laughs> you was there. That's my twin. Okay, uh, so you just told him get him back. I didn't tell Thanks him. He knew. It. I don't have to tell uh, him. He knew. He just like when you okay. was on camera talking that shit to me, and we went to the gym and that talk ain't, ain't travel with you. Like that. No, nah, it did travel. Same with thing with you. When you were talking that talk, it didn't right. even get 20 and a 32. You right. <laughs> Kittrell was guarding you by looking at you. <laughs> Come on, man. Cut it out. But no, I, I I really like the Sixers, though. This this to me is the type of win that make me feel good about picking a Sixers. And Tobias didn't even play good. That's also why you should. Um, but yeah, they got so much. Yeah. Ben Simmons only had eight points, but Joel got 40 and 15 because, what, Brooke Lopez can't handle him. 
Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler gave him 27, and if Jimmy Butler had off game, I'm sure Tobias Harris would have gave you 20. Mm-hmm. Um, J.J. Redick had the 19. Mike Scott, I'm really liking him off the bench. What scares me about that team is Brett Brown. I don't know if I trust him as a coach. And I, I don't know why I'm saying that or why I got that feeling. It's like he will get outcoached by a lot of these different coaches in the Eastern Conference. And I don't know if that would matter when you have so much talent like they do, mm-hmm. but it's, it still scares me a little bit because he just – He's cool, right? He's a cool coach. <laughs> but a lot of the coaches at the top of the East or even towards like the bottom of the East are elite coaches in this league. And Brett Brown's just not that. You know, I'm, I'm sure that if it wasn't for him being around when they were trusting the process, he wouldn't be there right now. Mm-hmm. You know? He hasn't had, a, like, those times where we've seen him come out and, you know, we see that he could coach the team well or perfectly. It's always been that regular season because they haven't had many chances in the playoffs. They were there last season. And yeah. we see, I mean, they lost to – Brad Stevens and Celtics. And, and Without Kyrie. I remember that series, and he ended up taking Joel Embiid off of Al Horford and putting him on Marcus Morris. And in my mind, I'm like... What was he trying to do there? Well, yeah, why? I'm sure he has some type of method. I'm sure he probably explained it somewhere in the world, but like, it was just mind-boggling to me. When they were but playing the Bucks, know. he had Joel on Giannis. Which I think that's a better matchup yeah. because he could sit in the paint a little bit more. But also... Joel like the foot speed to keep up with Giannis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think you got to uh, watch out when you got that just one on one matchup. Because yeah. especially if you got Joel and beat on, it's definitely a chance he could just get in foul trouble. To give you don't know how that whistle gonna go. Brett Brown, just a little defense and credit. When I look at these other teams, the Sixers are one of the teams where, when you look at their roster, their personnel doesn't allow him to implement a system. Because it's, it's, it's driven by, like, the actual players. It's hard to put a system around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid mm-hmm. because they're just naturally going to carry your offense. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the Pacers. A system can be placed there. A system can yeah, be placed Or the Bucks, a system the, the can Bucks, be placed there. The Raptors. You know, Kawhi Leonard, as good as he is, he He's comes a from a system. Player. Yeah, I, I don't want to I see, I see him, what you're saying. So maybe, maybe not even from, like, a— Especially when they rebuild it from—not rebuild it, but they yeah. make tr- so many trades maybe in the middle of the season. Like a, like, a system standpoint, but just is he going to make the right decisions during those big like times during the games? Yeah, rotations, whether it be he maybe has to sit, like, a Tobias Harris or something just to create a better matchup. Or if he's down three and he needs to drop a play— is is he gonna come through with that? But I mean, it's, it's, that's fifty fifty though. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, Actually. because at the Bulls game we were at, Derek, you remember yep. they drew up a play defensively, and that's when Zach Levine got the dunk to basically yep. win the game, and Jimmy Butler got to the bench. Like I told him that shit didn't work. Like stuff like that. I, I mean, I don't know what the play was defensively. Like I don't know why we draw on the yeah, plays why, on defense. Why you draw but up defensive plays. Because Zach Levine ended up with an open layup. Yeah, so I don't know what the play could have been. So the stuff like that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, do I trust him late game situation to make the right call? Mm-hmm. But maybe he will. Maybe he'll surprise me. And I only have a really small sample size. I'm really thinking about last year's playoffs because right. that was the only just time. Like players they learn throughout as they keep going. Yeah, and a lot of stuff that deal with the coaches is kind of a fifty percent thing. Because at the end of the day, the other half has to come from the, the players, players executing. So maybe he did draw up a good defensive play. But it, it ain't a good defensive play if y'all motherfuckers don't do it right, Jimmy right. Butler. If you don't execute it, then hell no. No play is good if you don't do what the fuck you're supposed to do. So, I mean, it, it, we just got to see. But, I mean, uh, I really, I still really like the Pacers. I just don't think, again, I, I yeah, just— I, I, They're a good team, and they, they play hard. It's just, I don't know if they can stack up against, like, the top— you In know, a seven-game series. They just have to keep games close. If they don't keep a game close, they can't come back because they don't have that guy to bring them back. I mean, they came back against OKC. 
And that was just like they didn't yeah. have one guy. They all did it themselves or like as a team, just playing hard. They out they outworked OKC did, that win. Did they come back? This is last were, year I'm thinking about. And the Cavs in one of those games, they were down by like 25 at half and came yeah, back. I, yeah. I believe it. But that Cavs team, that Cavs team terribly. Was, yeah, they and, and they had Victor Lipo. But I'm just saying yeah. that like they they've done yeah, okay with coming they, back. They like real that. good right now. It's the regular season. Uh, they play a team and they move on. But without Victor Oladipo in the seven-game series where you get to play against these teams and they get the key on you right now, they start the playoffs to be going against the Celtics. Brad That's a great Celtics series. Ain't had the best season. Uh, but I think if you give them the opportunity to key on the Celtics, I mean the Pacers for seven games and exploit the weaknesses that they they have without yeah. Oladipo, I think the Pacers yeah, I mean, I think the Celtics thing, they, would be able they, they to They definitely going to miss it just his individual defense. Yeah, because yeah, he was first-team all-defense. Yeah. Was he? For, was it first-team, Victor? Yes, was he the second-team? He made a defensive team. He made all a defensive yeah. team. But Wesley Matthews um, has stepped in, and he's been pretty yeah, damn he's good. Not too shy. He, he's been good. But <laughs> he's not too he's shabby. Not, um, not too shabby. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, that injury. Um, First team defense, by the way. They don't have long, I, right? I, it's not even the duration or, or the time he's going to miss. It's just the shit that I was seeing after it happened. People were trying to act like Mitchell Robinson did it on purpose or all of that bullshit. They fail. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know how you can purposely land and twist somebody's ankle and all of that. Kyle Lowry locked his arm up anyway. So if he didn't lock his arm up, they probably wouldn't have failed. Is that the game where he fouled out in like 14 minutes? Who? Mitchell Robinson. Did he? It was either that game or the game before when he went against the Lakers. One of these games he fouled out in like 14 minutes. It don't show fouls on the, on the box but score. But it's just eight minutes played. Uh, 15 minutes here. I just know that one of these games he fouled out in 14, 15 minutes. I was like, come on, Mitch. That's one of his like, biggest flaws. Yeah, that's why he don't get big-time minutes <laughs> yeah. is because he can't, he can't keep know, his hands to himself. That, it, great way to put it for a young young person. Um, what's the update on Dwayne Wade? What you mean? He played he last played. night. Oh, yeah. he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, cool. 27 last night. You know Wade dramatic. He fell, and he rolling and rolling. I, I knew he was okay. me and was like, yeah, is Wade okay? I'm like... I ain't know that's serious. Yeah, it was against the Raptors. He's yeah. fouled out in 14 minutes. Okay. He had three yeah, blocks, though, so. Um, <laughs> he had three blocks, though. though. What you mean? They lost by 30. Uh, yeah, that's a bad loss. Oh, not really. <laughs> not when you're trying to lose. Right. What the they did beat your team the other night. That's a bad loss. That, Big yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Exactly. 13, 13 See what I'm saying? He'll pull that, up though. some shit, but then not want to talk about that shit. That game was terrible. Exactly. Big Joe. How <laughs> you just let a 13 to 1 run go off? Mario Hazonia looking at Super your Mario. King. I'm not the one That I'm picture is fire the... when he's on the LeBron yeah, is on the floor. Yeah. If I was a LeBron hater, that would be my background. But I I, I like LeBron, so it's not my background. Dirk passes Will on, on, on the scoring list. Six all time. How y'all feel about that? Dope. Today? Shout out Dirk. to Ke- Kendrick Williams. I don't what is that man's first name? Kendrick or is it Kenneth? Kenrick? The guy on the Pelicans. I say Kenneth. But okay. it could be Ken Rick. I do think it's Ken Rick, but I do say Ken. He going to forever be in the Raptors because it's Ken Rick. Ken Rich. Ken Rich. Um, Ken Rich. Well, you're rich, Ken. And uh, that's who Dirk Ken scored rich. his points on. So, like, that moment will be played forever. This rookie class is deep, but at the same time, I think I'm the best one in it. What rookie said that? His rookie class is deep, but at the same time, I, that seemed like I'm late in the lottery or I'm a second-round pick. That's Alonzo Trier. No. Okay. It's exactly reverse, what you said. Oh, okay. Um, it's DeAndre Ayton. It's Trey Young. <laughs> that boy Trey Young feeling this, though. He said that recently? 
Yeah, he said that okay. in an interview with Chris Haynes. Um, this rookie class is deep, but at the same time, I think I he should be feeling yeah. himself. He's yeah. been he's been very very good yeah, for the past I mean, couple months. He fits so well with the Hawks. It's just he be running that team. Imagine if they got Zion. That's impossible though, because he going to the Lakers. Yeah, duh. Why would you even want him? Who wouldn't want to trade him? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want that value though? Or that play? You you don't you didn't you didn't say that to trade. You you've been saying that like you want him on the roster to play and be on. I want. I'd rather have him than any other team. What? Wait, Wait what? what? You would I'd rather I, have him if, than any other team. No, I mean like <laughs> if, if all the teams could get him, why not my team? That was every team. Yeah. I'm sure the Washington Wizards are thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the league don't want to see him go to the Wizards. Though. I mean, Bradley Beal been hooping, hooping. I, I mean, I, I don't. If he's not in Chicago, I don't care where he go. I just want him to be happy. He's such a wholesome okay. guy. Yeah, he is. Tell them girls to stop messing with him though. Yeah, because oh they they gosh. fumbling it. They, oh they, my gosh. That, that's, that's hey, Zion, I love you. I hope you come to the Knicks, and I, I, I'm gonna watch and be that there. That's just funny. Of no, the video. The video's the crazy. Video. Of him telling her that she's beautiful, and she like, no, I'm not. He like. Don't I'm gonna hang up on you. <laughs> say that again. You, he, you're so beautiful that if you say you're not beautiful, I'm gonna hang up this phone. <laughs> but then he went to drop thirty that same night. So I mean, hey, big as hell, got his shirt off and just made up. <laughs> hey, army man. <laughs> but no, that's a good segue. Um, a lot of people hit hit me up um, over the last couple of days um, after the selection Sunday and all that shit. First of all, please don't ask me who I have in my bracket. That's like the toughest question. I don't even know how to answer that question. What's your bracket looking like? Because I only got 164 or 68 characters. I can't tell you. Round one, I have blah, blah, blah. Then in round two. So, I, I mean, I don't know. And then I don't want I don't want everybody to do what I'm doing because my brackets be sucking. I'm not going to act like I'm a um, bracketologist or whatever you want to call it. Um, but since it would take forever for all four of us to pick out and fill out a damn bracket um, on a live show. Um, I just thought that we'd go over the bracket. And, I like and, Matisse Thibel. And, and give some... We, are we going to bring him up? Um, and I Why know... Why like his name? No. no. He, do, he go crazy <laughs> defensively. <laughs> that um, man played free safety in the zone. He I like 6'8". He played okay. free safety. He literally just runs around and gets steals all day. 6'5". He's if, he was, if he was 6'8", he'd be like... I swear to God, line. he looked like... He had to be good defensively. You thought he was 6'8". I thought eight he was 6'8". He looks... Unless he's the rest six, of their lineup is just small. He's 6'5". Okay. Um, I don't like him as much knowing he's 6'5". Oh, the bracket is the east part. That's the part where Duke Duke is um, leading the pack in. Uh, their first round matchup is going to be against North Central uh, Carolina or North Dakota State. It's a play-in game. Duke going to handle that. North Carolina State... Um, oh, are we sure? North Carolina Central... They good. I mean, shout out to Rashawn Davis. He's from Chicago. He played for them. He averaging about fourteen and eight in a block. Okay, that's they who lead, we rooting for there. They lead the they lead their conference in offensive rebounding percentage. The reason I bring that up is Duke <laughs> is real vulnerable with their size right now after losing Marquise Bolden, but they're still with their ass. VCU versus UFC. Y'all heard of Taco Fall? Of course, Taco Fall. I need to see at, him against at, Zion at UCF. That could be a good matchup. See, um, I'm I got doing, them. I've been doing my research, yeah, brother. I, I, I've I been got doing them research. With VCU. <laughs> 7-6, they had a top 40 defense in the nation, shit like that. Uh, Mississippi State versus Liberty, that's a good game that, Give me that, that I would be looking at an upset situation. Mississippi I'm just State. taking teams. They got yeah, that's the, that's the way you do it. Teams. Don't As long as you don't act like you're an expert and you just make a bracket, people don't what's care. The, and plus, you can, make, <laughs> you can make any amount of brackets you want. Yeah. Yeah. You can make 40 brackets. And you still will never get anything right. 
I like Liberty and an upset because um, Mississippi State turned the ball over crazy. Uh, they last three losses, they don't have forty six turnovers. So forty six turnovers. Yeah, forty six. <laughs> they got a good guard. Who they got? Spoon. They got Mike. He um, at the point guard. He, <laughs> he averaged oh. about eighteen points a game. <laughs> um, and they do got some impressive wins, but at Liberty shoot the ball too good. They got four guys shooting over forty percent from three. Um, they got a dude named Georgie Ortiz who shoot about three games, three threes a game. He's shooting forty seven percent from three. So uh, I think you turn the ball over to them, they're gonna take advantage. Next matchup, we got Virginia Tech and St. Louis. Virginia Tech is a top ten team. They have uh, Shea Gilgis' cousin, right? Yes, Nikhil Alexander. Um, I'm doing my research. He, I don't know. I actually haven't seen highlights yet. He about the same size. Like he's a little bit smaller, man. but he like he's a guard. He's not a point guard. He's like a shooting guard, small forward. I just know his name is hyphenated, um, just like Shea Gilgis Alexander. It's like. Something, something, Ale- it's something, something, Alexander hyphenated. Oh, okay, okay, it's I'm not Gillis. Just look at something. Not, something, something, something. Uh, the, the, uh, is it, it's got the Gilgis in it. No, no, no just Ale- Alexander, Alexander. Yeah, okay. but it's a long jersey. Nikhil Alexander. Nikhil. Okay. Nikhil. Um, Nikhil. You make him. Oh, I can't remember. I got you. Don't worry. Because it's Shea Gillis Alexander. Nikhil. Mm. Something Alexander. Or Alexander something. Anyway. Uh, they're going to be playing St. Louis. I got Virginia Tech. They're from the ACC. They've been playing. Alexander the Walker. Walker. They've been playing uh, supreme competition all season. We'll, we'll roll with them. Um, Maryland and Belmont or Temple. I think Belmont going to be Temple and play Maryland. Maryland got an NBA prospect, big man, Bruno Fernando. Yep, he big. Um, I think That's he all be, you know about That's all I know. He He's a center. That's what he is. He big and physical. He yeah. be shooting threes and shit. He going to be too much for Belmont to handle. I've been seeing mock drafts of him being like late lottery, so I need uh, to pay I've attention. I've seen a, a, a mock draft that pissed me off because they had him in like sixth. I'm like, no way in hell. He's not even the best big man in the draft to me. Uh, but the team, they, they, they might potentially play against did hold uh, Ja Morant to five for 19 shooting. So uh, that'll be something to watch. Louisville. And I know LSU and Yale, uh, LSU overpowered them and beat them probably, but I don't know how far LSU could come out of the East just because their culture situation is just a disaster. They've been a, a different team the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go with the Brainiacs. Uh, you are? Yeah. That's a ballsy move. Uh, I don't know anything. LSU about that. just interior is too good. Um, next matchup, Louisville, Minnesota. Louisville have been having a top 20 defense all season. They played real well against Duke, but they've been 4-7 and seven in their last 11, and their offense just too inconsistent. Is that Patino's son? No. Okay. His son coaches Minnesota. Oh, I thought that's who you said, Minnesota. Oh, I thought you meant for Louisville. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. yeah, he coaches uh, Minnesota, okay. uh, who is 12-3 when Amir Coffey scores 18 or more. So they just go as he go. They do got Jelly Fam, Isaiah Washington on that. Caffeinated, team, so. baby. Um, and then Michigan State versus Bradley. Michigan State going to handle them. Out of this side of the bracket, the East, a lot of people are going to go with Duke. I'm looking kind of towards Michigan State-ish. Um, I think Duke just – they just real vulnerable on the inside. They, they can't shoot, shoot. Yeah, they shoot like 30% from three, and they shoot less than 70% from the free throw line. And you got to be able to shoot free throws. Didn't they like unredshirt some some guy, some guy that they thought would just come in and shoot the ball for them? The white guy. I don't remember his name. They need a shoot and says, like, we're going to take your red shirt away that's, so you can play for us. That's decent, though. He, he happy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the next side of the, the, the bracket, we got the West, which is led by Gonzaga. I don't think Gonzaga should be a number one seed. But, hey, they ain't number Ryu one Ryu Hachimura. Hach, uh, Ryu. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, I, Ryu, I hope. Hachimura. I you hope said it right. Hachimura. That's right. Um, they going to win their first round matchup. But then the 8 and 9, Baylor and Syracuse. Syracuse run that zone. Baylor got too many injuries. Um, I think Syracuse could knock off Gonzaga in that second round. I think that zone is just deadly. 
they held the uh, ACC opponents in a turn in the ACC tourney to thirty three uh, percent from three, and they got Tyus Battle back. That zone, you know what that remind me of? What? Y'all remember what's? I'm gonna ask y'all this before I even say it. What school provider? Did we play against? <laughs> no. He just said. No. No, no. Forget the question. It's far from fucking fun. <laughs> oh, what school you. did we play against in high school that was that you hated to A-L-T. play against? L-T. L-T. Did Morton play zone? No. LT played. Morton Mort did play, play zone. zone. They did. Leiden zone was the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leiden shit no, was like. No, I ain't had to worry about, about that. Like the zones, though, it's like we would, see, we would see it as freshmen. And, you know, we'd be going against freshmen so when it's good. But you go to the varsity level, and they play six foot plus, and you yeah. see them actually playing. And that's well. what I hate about Leiden is that they did it at every level. They freshman yeah. team did it, yeah. the sophomore team, the varsity And by the end, they four years doing it, and so they, they games great. games used to be like 34 to 28. Yeah. Because they, they did like a full court zone into like half court defense. That shit yeah. just makes the game so it's lame. Yeah. yeah, that's what Syracuse do. Hey, when you don't, when you lack the skill to play individual defense, I guess that's your best bet. But even right. if, even if you do have the skill, I mean, Syracuse be having great. Well, yeah, people, Syracuse has no. But like, they just do it. They, yeah, they it, it forces the team to play at a certain pace, and that shit get boring. Like like literally boring. Um, the next matchup is the, the I think it's the best game, the best opening game: Marquette versus Murray State. Um, you got Marcus Howard, one of the best scorers in the nation, against John ja Morant, who's going to be a top top two three pick. In the draft, and I think they just gonna go at it. Uh, I, I'm gonna roll with John Morant. This is gonna be my first time watching him play like I'm, live, I'm so with him. it's gonna be fun. Marquette still running him out of the gym because uh, Marcus Howard do got three teammates who shoot um, over forty percent. One of them shoot forty four percent. So if they could just get turnover, because John Morant turn that thing over, he do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as good does, as he does is, he have like five a game or something. Yeah, like that? four or five a game. So yeah. he turn that thing over, and if he turn over enough, Marquette to get out and spray that. And they they get a crazy lead and ain't no coming back from that. Damn Florida State with Vermont, uh, I like Florida State. Of course, coming out of ACC, they they done had good wins over LSU, Purdue, Louisville, Virginia Tech twice, and they beat Virginia, who was the number one seed. Super long and athletic, physical. Uh, Vermont could pull off an upset. They got they got a good defense themselves, and they do got a twenty point score and Anthony Lamb. But I think FSU could lock him up, and then that's the game right there. Um, then Buffalo, one of the most exciting teams in the tournament, going to be playing against Arizona State or St. John's, depending on who win that game. We have uh, I can't pronounce this man's name, but he be hooping for Arizona State. Oh, he's a draft prospect. Yeah, he year. is. Lagoons Dort. He one of the top freshman guards. Him and Shamari Pons from uh, St. John's going to face off. Where is he? From? Whoever Arizona State. I mean, like oh, uh, let me see how you spell it. Um. Because that ain't, that ain't American name at all. And whoever win that game, I think they still going to lose to Buffalo. Huh, he's just Canadian. Yeah, I thought he was going to be Shout like French or something. Canadian. Shout out to But Canada. I mean, like, Canada's right above us, so they have some Americanized names. But he's got, I, I'm guessing it's Dort. a French of French descent, right, because it's Canada. Yeah, it probably had to be. I don't know. Keep You can keep Look, going, though. Quebec. Right. Montreal, uh, that's Canada. Wait, is that? Or is yeah. It? yeah. Okay. That is Canada. Um, but they speak French up there, so he, he probably has French, dis, you know, French descent. We know what Buffalo going to do. Spare the floor, shoot good up and down. They got the guard, C.J. Massenburg, who had like 43 uh, early this season against West Virginia. That's only because Javon ain't there no more. Um, but then Texas Tech versus Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky could, but I like Texas Tech. They got one of my favorite NBA draft prospects, Jared Culver on there. Uh, they just super, super good, well-rounded. Nevada versus Florida. Uh, they got the Martin Twins at Nevada with the other guard who went viral for his little breakdown he had going to the locker room. Um, Florida got a good guard, uh, freshman um, Andrew Numhart, but I don't think it's going to be enough to play with against Nevada. And then Michigan, 
they don't have Mo or DJ Wilson no more, but they do got Ignis. They still got Charles Matthews and uh, Poole. Uh, but out of the West, I don't I don't think Gonzaga coming out. I'm gonna go with um, Texas Tech um, or Florida State. Uh, I don't think Michigan got enough this year, and I just I don't like Gonzaga. I, I just I've never liked Gonzaga. They don't really play anybody. They did beat Duke, but then they also lost to like fucking St. Mary's. Um, so yeah, don't pick don't pick Gonzaga. Win. All right, don't pick. Uh, isn't that like the one rule, bracket rule that people say like don't pick Gonzaga to win? That's fucked up. <laughs> don't they have two NBA prospects? Brandon yeah, Cooks, Brandon, right? Brandon Clark. Clark. Brandon, okay. Brandon Clark. He Who's Brandon Cooks is like a wide receiver or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, a little fast guy. Uh, on the south side of the bracket, we got Virginia. This is another team that people say don't pick. Because like, uh, they lost Gonzaga. last year in the first yeah. round to a 16. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they're going to be Garden Webb, of course. Then you got Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Uh, Ole Miss, they struggled in the last seven games. They 2-5. and five. Don't watch this part of the bracket is what I've seen on Twitter because it's the slowest side. Like, Virginia it, plays slow. Like none of these teams. A lot of them teams like play teams. slow. So, if you want a 35-38 to 38 game, you watch it. But if you don't, go watch somewhere except, else. Except the bottom half. The top half I wouldn't watch. Uh, Virginia I would watch. Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, um, and Ty Jerome, all three NBA prospects. They're going to do their thing. But the Ole Miss, Oklahoma – Eight, that eight nine matchup is always tricky. It's all they they so close together. Ole Miss, like I said, they got good guard play from uh, Tyree, who averaged about eighteen points a game, almost forty percent from three. And then Oklahoma is the second worst defense in the Big Twelve. So I mean, but they did beat Wofford, Kansas, and Florida, who are all in the tournament, which is impressive. But I, I just don't know. I'm a, I'll take Oklahoma from because they got Christian James. They got some people I'm familiar with from them playing with Trey Young. But it could go either way. Wisconsin and Oregon. Wisconsin had the best defense in the Big Ten. They got Ethan Happ. He was a unique big man. But Oregon, they don't have ball ball, so I'll take Wisconsin in that. Kansas State, UC Irvine. Again, like Contreras said, this shit's is boring. Uh, Kansas State played hard, but they they got they they lost their best player for the second year in a row to injury. Uh, so they I don't think they'll go that far. Villanova and St. Mary's could be a, a, a good game because St. Mary's can shoot that thing. They got a top 20 offense, and they got Jordan Ford, who put up about 20 a game. Villanova ain't the same Villanova that we've seen in the past few years. Because they ain't got Ryan Archidiacono. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason. That's the real uh, reason. March is for Arch, baby. I, I just think that they – I don't think Jay Wright was what, expecting what to lose everybody he, he lost. In March. Bro, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he always tells me right, like right. his team is, is going to the finals. <laughs> Shout out to Josh Hart, though. Y'all both got Villanova overdue. And we both in the lottery. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, then uh, Purdue, Old Dominion. I hate I hate watching Purdue, but they go as Don't Carson. they shoot like crazy? They go as Carson Edwards. This they guard, they go as he go. If he, if he ain't on shit, they won't He's there James shit. Harden. Um, Old Dominion. Probably the worst free throw shooting team in, in the t- tournament. They shoot like sixty seven percent. Shout out to Ken Bazemore. Purdue, Purdue going going go all past them. Yeah, shout out to Ken Bazemore. Um, what team you play for? The Hawks. He's still on the Do Hawks. They have a Purdue guy on there. No, they don't. Uh, Cincinnati versus Iowa. J- Jerron Cumberland. Remember that name because he go, he gonna go crazy, especially in this opening game against Iowa. He gonna eat them up. And then Tennessee versus Colgate. Tennessee gonna do their thing. Um, <laughs> What? What? Colgate. I'm sorry. I, I, I get what he's saying though. Mike looking like he never heard of Colgate before. He haven't. No, trust me. I sit next to the man. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Um. <laughs> 
But from this side of the I don't know what to say. I think this could be the first time that Virginia actually go to the Final Four. They got a chance. Uh, I, I'm, I'm either going Virginia, Tennessee, or Villanova. I can't go against Jay Wright. I know this is one of his least talented teams. They still got Calvin Booth. They got Pascal. They got a little Jelly Fan. Whoa, they got who? Uh, a guy named Pascal. Or, um, yeah, Pascal. But he ain't like the other. The, the, no, nah, he's he good for college days. Okay. Um, Tennessee is good. Admiral Schofield, Grant Williams, they're going to do what they do. But I, that's just my least favorite part of the bracket, to be honest with you, the South Side. My favorite, last but not least, the Midwest. The first, we starting off with North Carolina, the number one seed. Um, they're going to they gonna handle Iona. Next, you got Utah State and Washington, which is probably the tie with Murray State and Marquette for the best open around game because Utah State got Sam Morrell. And who Washington got? 21 points per game. No, he getting clamped. And then Washington has Matisse Thibel, who averages. I like Matisse Thibel. Three and a half steals. Two blocks, right? They forced turnovers on 25% of his opponent's possessions when he was on the floor. That boy clamps. So you're going to have. But I thought he was 6'8. And Thibault going against each other. And I'm taking the defense. I got Washington winning that. Uh, The next matchup is Auburn versus New Mexico State. Auburn going to spread them out and gun it. New Mexico State, uh, real efficient and balanced offense, but they stupid. They shoot. They one of the best interior scoring teams, but they shoot half of their shots from three. So it's almost as if they don't know how good they are on the interior, which is kind of confusing. Kansas and Northeastern, Kansas were one of their worst years under Bill Seth. In my opinion, they had some injuries, and Legero, uh Vic got dismissed from the team and some shit. Azabuki got hurt. But they'll probably win that first-round matchup. Iowa State, Ohio State, I like. Ohio State isn't as good as last year after losing Diop. Uh, and Iowa State got uh, Taylor uh, Tucker uh, from Chicago. So, shout-out to him. They gonna, they we gonna rooting for you. They, they business. You said you, Iowa State? Yeah, Iowa Bet. State. Uh, and then they, Iowa State got to do what they went to himself, too. Zion. Zion Griffin. So, they got two yep. guys. There we go. Uh, That's who we rooting area. for this whole tournament, Iowa State. Um, Houston is going to be good. They got good guard play. Corey Davis and Armani Burks. Armani Burks lead the team in rebounding as a guard. They play against Georgia State. I'm taking Houston. Then Walford, uh, the second best three-point percentage in the country against Seton Hall, who has one of the best scores in the country in Miles Powell. So that's going to be interesting. And then Kentucky against Albion. Kentucky going to handle their business. Out of the Midwest, I think I'm going to go with my national championship pick, which is going to be North Carolina. Too much depth. Too much experience mixed with youth. I hope we can get Kentucky and North Carolina in that Elite Eight. That'll be the that'll be the national championship game right there in the Elite Eight. We need that because they 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 kind of identical to me. But I got I got North Carolina winning the national championship, man. Uh, as far as upsets and anybody going to run, it's a couple teams. Um, but I think the the top teams are going to handle their business this year. The one and two seeds are going to do what they also heard do. that that this is a year for. For not the Cinderellas Yeah so. I mean I don't really see any When I look out here I mean Belmont could go on a little run But then it'll get ended real quick I don't really see Also any. everything I'm saying Don't take it with a grain of salt Because I don't watch the damn college I'm just going by what I read I don't see like a Murray State Going to the Final Four Like I don't see an 11 seed Or 12 seed in here That could go to the Final Four I just don't To be honest with you I think every top team Is just too overpowered Like Duke got Three first round picks 
as bad as they shoot three early line, lottery first round picks, yeah, too. like top five picks, yeah, like as bad as they are, the, even their weaknesses, they have that much. That's what I'm saying. Like power. for a team like Murray State, do they have much more? Before besides John Morant is just he just does so. That's much. That's what I'm saying. So, like a game where you only have one game, if you have that bad game, you out of the. If you, and, if you don't got enough, that support for it. A question, and again, I don't watch college ball, so this is a legitimate question. Do those young teams with NBA prospects ever win at all? Because I feel like it's always like the Villanovas that are yeah, experiencing. Duke won it with uh, Jaleel and Tyus Jones okay. and uh, Justice Winslow, Grayson Allen. That was a young team. Uh, Kentucky won a national championship. They're always young. But I, Is that I, with AD? Anthony Davis? Yeah, yeah okay. I think that was his year. Kid Gilchrist, Teague. Um, <laughs> Anthony Davis made my kid Gilchrist a second overall second pick. Overall pick. <laughs> but I, I definitely take those things in, in consideration, the youth and everything, just like Wofford. I think they're going to beat Seton Hall in the first round and play Kentucky in the second round. Wofford is the second best three-point shooting team in the country. If they play against a young Kentucky team and get off to a hot start, that could be it. I mean, if they get off to like one of those hot starts and they make their first three threes or something, and the score is like 15 and four out the gate, that youth that Kentucky has could be a lot to overcome that deficit because then everybody gets to start playing for themselves. They get to panic, trying to do too much, and then you fall into that hole. Um, and I still do like a team like Villanova, even though they don't have the draft prospects, they still are coached by one of the best coaches in college basketball and Jay Wright. And they on a weaker side of the bracket where, you, where he can out coach some people. And a team like Virginia is always iffy. Uh, Tennessee lost to Auburn in, in, in their conference tournament, which showed their weaknesses. So that's the team that could come out and be a big surprise for Villanova. If they come out of the South to the final four, I can see that happening. But other than that, I don't really see like a Loyola. Um, and, and like Contreras said, take it with a grain of salt because sometimes the ball just don't bounce your way. Sometimes, you know, shit just happen. And, and we can watch this and, and next week be like, damn, who knew that uh, Liberty was going to shoot 65% <laughs> from three and beat Duke, you know? So, but I think this will be an entertaining uh, tournament. We got a lot of draft prospects in this tournament. Just Duke alone has three. Then we got John ja Morant. Uh, Texas Tech with Jared Culver. Michigan has some guys. North Carolina has some guys. Um, Virginia has three guys. So it's, it's going to be a lot. I think this is this is a, a good tournament. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the top that the top seeds do what they got to do. Because if so, it could be one of the most entertaining things. Because I know everybody like the Cinderella stories, but what usually happens they get far and then they still play a powerhouse and get blown out and like. A elite eight game, and I don't, I don't, really, I have no interest in that. You know what I'm saying? Except for Loyola Chicago, man. <laughs> that game was close, so they lost. It was down to the wire. So like St. Louis beat Virginia Tech, and then they beat Mississippi State and played Duke. I think St. Duke would thrash their ass, and then it'd be boring. I'd rather just see Duke and Michigan State playing the elite eight. Izzo versus Coach K. Uh, but Syracuse Gonzaga in the second round. Be looking out for that. Remember that. Um, and I'm not sharing. Oh, y'all want to do another bracket thing like we did last year? People was asking me about that. For the Discord people. For the Discord people, yeah. So if you're in a Discord, be looking out for the social media and be in tune with the Discord because we'll put the links in there and tell you how you can find our bracket and whatever. And uh, I guess we should put a prize together. Hmm. Yeah, we will. We'll figure it out. We'll have it. What the Discord people will talk to you in Discord, you know? Yep. So... Thank you all so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire. We drop one extra episode on Friday that's not on HOH. It's on our audio show on Apple, on Spotify, all of that. So type in Through the Wire, go download. We just about to sit here and talk about. And that's episode about to be real good because we about whatever. to talk about what, 2K? 
a lot of stuff, not just 2K. So tune in. UNC don't let me down, Roy Williams. Ah!